This is Rhema for Today. You remember Daniel along with the Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Daniel along with them were taken captive into the land of Babylon. And uh, they were selected to go to the king's college. But you see, according to the old testament, according to their religious rules, they weren't supposed to eat certain meats and so on and so forth. And the diet was set before them. So Daniel went to them, we'll call him the dean of the college, and said, just, you know, that's against our convictions. That's against our religious convictions. Well, just, just put us on pulse and water. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Godliness is Profitable. Well, let's go on reading this 91st Psalm. Praise the Lord. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Not, not part of them or half the time. All of them. They shall bear thee up in thy hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. You know who he's talking about here? He's talking about the devil, demons, and evil spirits. And instead of them trampling on us, we'll just trample on them. Hallelujah. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I'll set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I'll answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I'll deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. So the word of God ensures our living for God. Godliness ensures protection. And then secondly, I said that godliness ensures promotion. Let me say again, it's a false notion that many believers have that in order to climb in this life or to amount to something in this life, that you have to lay aside God-given convictions. But I want to tell you the truth about the matter. That those people that make it to the top are the ones that stands by their convictions. It seems to me that that's one of the saddest things of this age in which we live. The lack of moral stamina. It seems to me that one fault of the charismatic move is the lack of moral stamina. We need men and women. We need boys and girls. We need young men and young women who will have the courage to express and to follow their convictions. So many, it seems to me, of so-called believers have backbones like a cotton string. The devil and 
fellow human beings and just sort of wrap it around their finger at their will. But I believe that God wants to give you a backbone more like an iron crowbar that will enable you, praise God, to face anything, persecution, death, or anything, and stand true to God. In the Old Testament, right in the very beginning of the book of Daniel, you'll read the story of those young men that stood faithful to their convictions. You remember Daniel along with the Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel along with them were taken captive into the land of Babylon. And uh, they were selected to go to the king's college. But you see, according to the old Testament, and according to their religious rules, they weren't supposed to eat certain meats and so on and so forth, and the diet was set before them. So Daniel went to them, we'll call him the dean of the college, and said, just, you know, that's against our convictions. That's against our religious convictions. Well, just, just put us on pulse and water. Well, if you eat some other diet, you know, and your countenance doesn't look as good as the rest of them, I'm going to get in trouble. Just put us on pulse and water for 10 days and then examine us. And they just had pulse and water for 10 days and they just looked fine because they got God in it. So he said, well, just stay with your diet. Now read on and see when they come to the three end of three years in that particular school and they had to find examinations. And the word of God said that Daniel and the three Hebrew children were ten times wiser than the rest of them. Hallelujah. But if they had a compromise, they wouldn't have got promoted. But they stood firm. They stood true to their convictions. I like to see folks have convictions, whether, whether I agree with it or not. I like to see people stand with their convictions, praise God. I know one young man, and uh, he was offered a promotion with the company he was with, just a young single fella. But if he took that promotion, he'd have to work on Sunday. And he had uh, a, a Sunday school class, and he was busy with the work of God, and, and so he just said, no, I, I can't uh, do that. Well, why? Well, he said, really, it's against my convictions under the circumstances. If it's an emergency, if it's something different, you see. But he said, uh, I'm busy in church and busy with the work of God and busy working with the young people. And the fellow just over him, you see, just got mad about it and said, well, I'll tell you this much. You either take it or else you're going to be fired, one of the two. But the main boss man heard of it the president of the company, and he called him in. He said, I understand that you wouldn't accept this promotion. No, not under the circumstances. He said, well, why? Well, because I have to work on Sunday, and I have a Sunday school class to teach, and I ha I'm busy working among the young people, and Sunday's the Lord's Day. And he said, well, I understand that you either accept the promotion or else you're fired. That was a back to before we got all these, you know, 
Nowadays, you couldn't necessarily do that. And so he said, uh, well, that's all right. I'm going to stand by my convictions. The boss man said, you know, I just wanted to talk to you. He said, a man that's got that kind of convictions, I know you're a young man, but I'm going to put you over one of our plants. Main man. <laughs> Main fellow said, you don't have to work on Sunday there. They don't even run it on Sunday. He said, a man with the convictions that you have and willing to stand by is a man that you could depend upon. So you see, it, didn't, it wasn't a hindrance to him. It ensured promotion, bless God. I'll tell you, even the world, when they see that you mean business, it makes a difference. And so godliness ensures promotion. Godliness ensures perpetuity. Somebody said, I believe it was John Wesley said, sin paralyzes while godliness perpetuates. Then John Wesley said, God does not love inconstant souls. He loves that which resembles his own immutability. The Bible said the righteous also holdeth on his way, and he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. The Bible said bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. Well, now somebody said, I knew so and so, and they was mean, they lived a long time. They could have lived even longer if they'd done what the Bible said to do. Godliness promises perpetuity. Hallelujah. And then finally, godliness promises prosperity. Now you get over here on in this area. You know a lot of folks have got a lot of ideas. But why don't we just listen to the Bible instead of presenting our ideas? First of all, as we go to the Old Testament, we can see that God said to Joshua, way back there in Joshua, the first chapter in the eighth verse, he said, for him not to let the word of this law, well, we could change that and it wouldn't do an injustice. We could just say, don't let the word of God depart out of thy mouth, but meditate therein day and night, now notice what he said, the results would be of meditating in God's word or God's law. Then he said, thou shalt make, thou shalt make, thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success. Well, are we looking for good success? How many of us want to be successful? God tells us how. God tells us how. Meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all that's written therein, and thou shalt make thy way prosperous. You see, it isn't a matter that so much... Now, now God's in it, don't misunderstand me. It is not a matter that God just singled somebody out and said, I'm going to make an example of them. God has given all of us the same rules, the same law, the same word. And it'll work for every one of us if we'll work it. 
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. This year, we're celebrating 50 years of camp meetings. In honor of this momentous occasion, this month we're offering the four-volume set, Camp Meeting Classics, consisting of 16 CDs featuring Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, as well as a few special speakers such as Oral Roberts, John Osteen, Mark Hankins, and many others. You can get all of this for the price of $50, which is more than 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And guess what's happening in September? We are going to start uh, Rhema Bible Training College up That's again. That's right. Uh, we're enrolling right, right now. now. Yes. So actually, uh, you can apply online if you want to, but you can go to rbtc.org yes. and get all the information about the school. You can even apply online right mm-hmm. there. So if you're interested in coming to the school, uh, Rhema Bible Training College, uh, yes. Just go to rbtc.org and you can get all the, all information, the information there. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.